Welcome to the Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. It's a joy to have you with us today. Pastor Ed leads Fellowship Church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In today's episode from our Hooked series titled Fishermen Are, Pastor Ed will explore the theme of competition, but not just any kind. We're talking about a competition with eternal significance, competing for the souls of people. Today, we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. Download your free chapter of Pastor Ed and Lisa's newest book, A Path Through Pain, at edyoung.com. A Path Through Pain shares their family's journey from sorrow and anger to hope and healing after the tragic and sudden loss of their daughter. As they share their incredible perspective, they will inspire and equip you to believe that there is purpose in your pain, even if you can't see that purpose yet. And remember, you can always find more great content and resources, including Pastor Ed's latest book and devotionals at edyoung.com. Let's get to the message today as Pastor Ed shares what it means to be a real fisher of men. Welcome to The Creative Connection. We live in a very competitive culture. We love to compete. Competition is a good thing. Whether you're playing cards, whether you're playing tennis, whether you're playing golf, we love competition. We're competitive in the business world. We're competitive in the world of our physiques. We're competitive on social media. It seems that everybody is competitive. Have you ever thought about why? I'm a why guy. Why are we competitive? Why? I truly believe this drive for competition has been given to us by the God of the universe. I really believe that. It's great to be competitive, but I would say based on scripture, based on studying God's word, the Bible, don't waste your competitive edge. Be competitive. Let's go Rangers, be competitive. I'm for you or or, or you're for me. Be competitive, but don't waste your competition. Today, I'm going to talk to you about entering a serious competition, entering a cosmic competition. And that competition is simply this, competing for the souls of people. Competing for the souls of people. Some of you here have been here for this series, this sort of seminar called Hooked. We have been learning that the hook is the gospel. The gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. We discovered the bait, the lure, is Jesus. We discovered that life is a big honking fishing trip. I've taken a lot of fishing trips in my day. Some local, some international, some have lasted just a few hours, others have lasted a long, long time. Life is a big fishing trip. The Bible says that God has caught you and me. The Bible says that God fishes for you and me. Just for a second, think about that person that fished for you. Because those of us here who've been caught by the grace of God, we were souls just kind of swimming around. Those of us who've been caught, who've been hooked, someone loved you and me enough to cast to us. Who was that person? Just just for a second, assign a name to that person behind the pole or behind the rod and reel or behind the fly rod. Who was that person? Maybe it was a Sunday school teacher back in the day. Maybe it was a parent. Maybe it was a youth leader. Maybe it was a children's pastor. Maybe it was someone you met around the dorm in college. Who was that person that led you to Jesus? For me, it was my father. 
And I'm thankful for that today as I think about, wow, dad obviously loves me, but he loved me enough to fish for me. Jesus is the master caster. Say it with me, master caster. That's Jesus. So whenever you have Jesus doing something that's supernatural, you have Satan doing something in the natural. Satan is not the master caster. He's the caster of disaster. In other words, he does not want you and me to get hooked to heaven. He wants to hook us to hell. And we know a lot of people, don't we, who've not been hooked by Jesus. We know a lot of people who've not received the gospel. They're just souls aimlessly swimming around. Well, for us to be competitive, I mean, for us to really understand what competition is all about, I'm going to challenge you because the scripture challenges me to get involved in the ultimate fishing contest. I want you and me to jump in pun intended, and face the ultimate competitor. I want us to face the devil himself. On one hand, he's trying to move people from life to death, yet we're trying to move people by God's power and mercy from death to life. That's the ultimate competition. So don't waste your competitive edge. Don't waste that that drive to compete because I believe God has given it to you and me to really, really compete. And again, don't misread me. I'm all about sports, I'm all about competitiveness, and I'm all about this or that. The main competition, though, needs to be against the devil. Now, when I say that, some are like, wait a minute, wait a minute, are you, are you saying, because some of you are not believers, are you saying you believe in the devil? Uh, well, yes, it doesn't take someone with a doctorate in sociology or psychology or human behavior or biology to understand there's a dark, powerful, sinister force wreaking havoc in our world today. How do you explain child pornography? How do you explain tens of millions killed in wars? How do you explain racism? How do you explain genocide? How do you explain the pride, the lust, the envy in your life and mine? How do you explain our government? The corrupt calling the corrupt, corrupt. The FBI, the IRS, everywhere you turn, corruption, corruption, corruption. I've never seen as much lying as there is in the world today. How do you explain that? How do you explain that? A damaged chromosome, your diapers were on too tight, your nursery was painted the wrong color, your mom didn't sing enough nursery rhymes to you. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The devil, the devil. And Jesus said the devil comes to, to kill and steal and destroy. He does not want someone, he does not want a soul to be caught by the gospel of Jesus. Yet, as Christians, we have the competitive edge. I'll start to clap. We have the competitive edge. In other words, we have the advantage. Because here's what Jesus said. Jesus said this in a nutshell. If you look at the bookends of his ministry, when he started his ministry publicly, he was 30 years old. And when he ended his public ministry, he ascended to the Father. In those 36 months, he did something. He met one-on-one 132 times with people in the four gospel. One-on-one casting. This is Jesus. So that, oh, should tip you and me off. The church is great. The church is the body of Christ. It's an incredible fishing industry, a, a tackle store, a fishing center. However, we have the opportunity to fish for people 
one-on-one. So when Jesus started his ministry, he said, fish! And when he ended his ministry on earth, he said, fish! Fish! F-I-S-H. What does that mean? Focus in our sea of humanity. Say it with me. Focus in our sea of humanity. You have a sea of humanity. I have a sea of humanity in this giant ocean. I'm to fish. I'm to focus on my sea of humanity. In the sea as I'm living. In this life. And that's the Lord's strategy. He hadn't changed his strategy. He didn't say a couple of years ago, whoop, I'm gonna change. It's not about fishing anymore, it's about something else. No, he said, follow me. We've been studying this in Matthew 4, 19. And I'll make you fishers of men. I'll make you into something you're not. You fish for fish. Now, I want you to focus in your sea of humanity. You know people, you swim with people that I never will. I swim with people that you never will. Together, what can we do? We can fish. And the beautiful thing about fishing in Scripture, here's what I love is, all Jesus tells me to do and you to do is simply fish. He doesn't say, catch. We don't catch, isn't that cool? The pressure's off. We don't don't catch, we fish, we cast. We present the Lord, we present the bait. He does the catching. So if you want to enter this competition, well, I'm gonna tell you some things that that should characterize your life. I call these things fisheristics. (laughs) Fisheristics, what are some fisheristics? Number one, fishermen, and when I say fishermen, ladies, please, you know I'm talking about fisherwomen as well. Look, Lisa kicked my tail, I mean, you know, Women really are probably better fishermen than men. You know why? Because women actually listen to instruction. (laughs) Men, we don't. That's just for starters. Anyway, when I say fishermen, remember, I'm talking about everyone. So no emails, you know, direct messages and all the other stuff on social media. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Number one, if you're a fisherman, you're real passionate. Look at those disciples. Look at the squad. Look at the tribe. Look at the team that Jesus picked. These bunch of ragtag, foul mouth, wheels off Galileans came from the wrong side, track, blue collar, mean as, as, as snakes. They braved the elements and caught all of these fish. They didn't smell that good. They tried to spray cologne to cover the fish smell, but they, but they couldn't do it. Uh, you know, a little helpful hint. If you ever have fish smell on, you try some toothpaste to wash your hands, it'll take it off. That's free of charge. They're real passionate. <laughs> The Bible says in Luke 19:10, the Son of Man came to what? The Son of Man came to do what? Find lost people and save them. We have to find lost people. And the great news today is those lost people, those souls that are swimming aimlessly in your life and mine are in our sea of humanity. We have to become passionate over the things that Jesus was and is passionate about. Why are we here? Not to sin. We're here to help rescue as many people as possible. That's why, 
I'm not zapped up to heaven the moment I become a follower of Christ. If you want to discover what depth is in the Christian life, you begin to get in on this. But, but it's so comfortable, isn't it? Guys, aren't you having a good time? Just the two of you hanging around in the, in the fish bowl. Everything is fine and dandy. I'll clean the water for you when you mess it up and I'll feed you the best organic fish food possible. And, and, and you know, yeah, I know all these people are facing a forever. I know many are going to hell, but we're just gonna stay in our little fish bowl, aren't we? Jesus says, are you kidding me? You've got the competitive advantage. You've got the edge. You're, you're fishing for me. I'm catching your fishing. Are you passionate about that? You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. Today's Fishermen Are message has been a powerful reminder of our role in the greatest competition there is, reaching out and competing for souls in the name of Jesus. As we pause for a moment, we want to thank you for joining us and for your continued support. This ministry, focused on sharing the gospel, is possible because of listeners like you. As a token of our gratitude for supporting The Creative Connection, we have a special gift for you. We'd love to send you a complimentary copy of Pastor Ed and Lisa Young's newest book, A Path Through Pain. This is a powerful book they wrote after the sudden death of their oldest daughter, Lee Beth. They share the profound truth that even in the darkest moments, pain and joy can coexist. To receive your free copy, visit edyoung.com. It's our way of saying thanks for your gift to help take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. And if today's message has touched your heart, consider supporting us. Your contributions, no matter the size, help us continue spreading God's word and bringing hope to many. Visit edyoung.com to learn how you can make a difference. Now, let's continue to learn more about being true fishermen in Christ. You're listening to The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. When was the last time you shared your faith with someone? And quite frankly, if you're not concerned about the salvation of your neighbor, as a pastor, as a theologian, I'm concerned about yours. When was the last time you shared your faith? When was the last time you tried to share your faith? When was the last time you cast? And when was the last time you actually tried to cast? Great questions. You wanna go deep? I mean, we're talking real depth here. This, what I'm talking about, is depth. It's not knowledge. I know a lot of people that go to fishing seminars. I know a lot of people that go to Outdoor World. I know a lot of people that spend a lot of time on fishing websites. I know a lot of people that watch all these YouTube videos. I know a lot of people that watch fishing shows, but they never fish. You've got to fish. Just start fishing. Stop wishing and start fishing. I like that. Number two, we're going to be real passionate. Thank you for your passion. We also need to be real prepared, real prepared. I'm always prepared. I'm always prepared to go fishing. A good friend of mine gave me this little cart. I have all my tackle boxes in there, rod and reels. I'm ready to go. If I can do it right now, I can be out there soon, very, very soon. I do, though, enjoy preparing for fishing. Are you prepared to share? Share your story. You have a unique story. Well, my story's not that spectacular. Yes, it is. Share your story. I was swimming, I was a soul, just swimming around aimlessly. Someone cast to me, 
And by God's grace and power, I was hooked. Jesus is the bait, I was hooked, and now, wow, I'm in heaven. And heaven starts here. And it's not perfect, but heaven is perfect on the other side. And just tell your story, share your story. Every story is, is incredible. But here's what a lot of us do. We like to sit. I'm talking to Christians. So many churches I see just sit on the, sit, sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide, sing with me, roll away. Ooh, sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. Whistle. <laughs> Excellent. I don't want to fish. You know, I'm already caught. I'm in. You're out. I'm in the fishbowl. You're outside in this dangerous ocean. I'm just going to work on my tan. Oh, this is awesome. The waves. Oh, I love it. I know people are going to hell around me. They're floundering and flopping around. Isn't that true? And a fellowship church, we're a church that is comfortably uncomfortable. Say it with me. We're comfortably uncomfortable. We're comforted by Christ, yet we're uncomfortable for him. Share your story. Pray this prayer. God, as I'm fishing, because everything we do should be about fishing. I mean, we're on a fishing trip. Everything, everything, every conversation, every situation, every interchange, every exchange should be about fishing, 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 because that's what Jesus did. And I should be passionate about the things he was passionate about, but also I've got to be prepared. The Apostle Paul, read about him. He is different lures in different ways for different fish in different situations. We constantly change and use things, yet your story is amazing. You began to share your story and you won't believe it. And here, here's what people do, they go, well, I don't feel it, man. I don't feel the power of God telling me to cast or telling me to fish. I mean, I don't really feel it. God is waiting for you to cast. He's waiting for you to share. Then you'll see and feel the power. Because remember, we're fishing in the supernatural. The devil is fishing in the natural. We're fishing with supernatural bait, with supernatural results. The devil is fishing with natural bait and natural results. People need it. Are you prepared? Just write your story out. Just write it out. You can write it out two or three minutes. Here's my life before Christ. Here's how I was cast to and, and, and took the hook. And now here's what God has done in my life. That's all you do. You pray, God, give me the opportunity to share it. I promise you, you'll have the opportunity. So be prepared, be real. I love that real, get it real. Yeah, yeah, I love that real. It says in 1 Peter chapter 3, 15, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give you the reason for the hope that you have. I say it this way, high tide, low tide, slack tide, keep on fishing. I've caught fish at all levels of the tide. It doesn't matter. What happens if, if you don't know enough? I mean, I don't know enough, Ed, I don't know enough. There are many questions I don't know the answers to, but that's why we have brilliant Brilliant, brilliant authors who've written some brilliant books. And I promise you, 
Whoever you're talking to, Mr. Smart Guy or Mr. Smart Girl is not as smart as some of these authors we have. I know they're not. Some of the most brilliant people I know are believers. Conversely, I know brilliant people who are going to hell. So you can stack up brilliant people who are going to hell and brilliant people who are going to heaven. You just say, okay, check out the evidence. You've read this book or you've seen this movie. Okay, now here's a book. I have a friend of mine that I'm sharing with. This person is not a Christ follower. He's on his way to hell. I see him regularly. In fact, I work out with him a lot. I've given him several books and I've challenged him to read the books because he's read these other books. I said, you've not given Christianity a fair shake, man. What if I'm right and you're wrong? If you die, you're gonna be in hell of a lot of trouble, <laughs> theologically speaking. You gotta be real passionate, real prepared. There's another one, you gotta be real persistent. Fishermen like, fish, we'll get them tomorrow. Yeah, we got skunked, we got bageled, but we'll get them tomorrow. You gotta be persistent and consistent. Second Timothy four or five, don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. You realize that a lot of the disciples had a lot of problems when they started fishing. They didn't catch everyone. Jesus didn't catch everyone because we have a choice. The gospel either repels people or compels people. You cast, Jesus catches. When I fished, and I'm, and I'm not a great fisherman, I'm a decent fisherman, but I fished with, number one, great guides, and number two, in great spots. If you fish with great guides in great spots, you will catch great fish. You have a great spot, and you have the greatest guide in the universe, his name is Jesus. We have the competitive edge, the advantage. Thank you for fishing. If you're not fishing, man, Start fishing. And you know what guides say all the time? The guides tell me this, fish it like you find it. Fish it like you find it. Whatever situation you're in, fish it. If it's cloudy, fish it. If it's a bluebird day, fish it. If it's snowing, fish it. If it's raining, fish it. The water's muddy, fish it. If it's a slack tide, fish it, fish it, fish it. The results will be supernatural. The Bible says in Romans 1.16, I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Just make the cast. You're fishing supernaturally. Make the cast. You're fishing with the power of God. By the power of God, make the cast. Make the cast. Look at our goldfish. They're having a good day, aren't they? Just a second. Oh, catch one. I got him. Well, a goldfish, goldfish is dying, flopping, floundering around. Sorry, buddy, you're a couple of dollars, but today is your last day. It's just, I mean, I don't want to be bad, but the thing's dying. I'll rescue him. Some of you were more worried about that goldfish out of water and dying than you are people in your lives dying without Jesus. All they need 
is to be rescued. All they need is to be transferred from death to life. Let's fish, Fellowship Church. Let's fish, Fellowship Church. Let's fish, Fellowship Church. Because I don't know about you, but I'm hooked. Are you hooked? Let's fish. 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 Thank you for being with us today on The Creative Connection with Pastor Ed Young. We hope this message has inspired and encouraged you to reach people for Jesus. Your support is so important in helping us share the gospel of Jesus with a hurting world. As a token of our gratitude, we're offering you a free copy of A Path Through Pain by Pastor Ed and Lisa Young. Visit edyoung.com to claim your book and learn more about how you can support Ed Young Ministries. Join us next time as Pastor Ed gives a talk called Candy Cane Christmas, where he'll creatively use the theme of candy to explore the depth and beauty of the Christmas story. Stay connected with us at edyoung.com for more great content and ways for you to be a part of what God is doing through the Creative Connection. Until next time, God bless. God bless.